welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. Happy Quitters Day, my friends. It is International Quitters Day, which is the second Friday of January. I think it was, now I can't remember if it's Strava or Strata, you know, the one that you use when you're going running. They have deemed the International Quitters Day because they can track on the app when people stop running or when people stop exercising or hitting their goals. And so that's where it started. And I thought, do you know what? This year, I am going to do a podcast episode on Quitters Day and talk about what do we do when we feel like quitting, but what are some tactics for us to help us to help us get back up again? And then I'm also going to talk about seven things that we should quit in 2023. I thought it was very important, however, as we started to give you the experiment update. So currently, I think we're at about 15 Diet Coke cans up on the windowsill. I, again, you notice I always bring my voice down a little bit when I talk about this because my family is in the house, although their doors are closed. Cal mentions it every couple of days and he goes, what's going on? Like, are you guys all, but he hasn't attempted to take them down. He just questions it a day, every once a day, once every couple of days. But there's been a development, friends. I've been punked. Elijah, who's my 14-year-old, has put a 600 mil plastic Pepsi Max bottle up with my Diet Coke cans and he's doing to me the exact thing that I'm doing to Cal and he's he's got me because it's been up there for a couple of days and I haven't yet climbed up to get it back down and I don't know whether I should leave it or take it down I kind of like kudos to him because he's played me at my own game but anyway that's the update they are still there we're still going and the other update is as you know um the new thing for 2023 and we'll see how long i can remember to keep doing this is that when i am talking to you about something and i realize it's an area that i need to do something in so i'm like oh that's a me too yes i also need to declutter as it was my glasses so today i went and went through all my glasses cal went through all his glasses we got together a collection of those that we really weren't wearing anymore or that were the wrong script i took them to spec savers and donated them so i was very proud of myself i also got a new pair of glasses because it turns out in the last couple of weeks i have lost a bit of vision so who knows why who knows how but i've got new glasses coming so there are a couple of the updates but it's time to talk about i found heaps of stuff online that was like the five best ways to um, not give up or the five best ways to keep on track with your New Year's resolutions. And just reading them made me really tired. And so I came up with my own list. Mine is, I started off with it called this, the five tactics to get back up. And then I just changed it to four because five felt like too many. And then I just changed the heading of it to four, less is best. So I'm going to give you four um, strategies that I think will help you to Uh, not quit in the things that you don't want to quit at. So number one is have someone who can encourage you. It's not accountability, right? I, I don't think that necessarily having accountability is the best way because accountability kind of insinuates that you're going to have like a coach, like, oh, you have to confess that you didn't do something and then someone's going to yell at you or tell you, well, you have to do it tomorrow because I'm holding you accountable. But actually what we need is people who can encourage us. And so if you don't have someone who can be your encourager, who you can just say, hey, I really want to get better at this. Can you encourage me in that? I want you to think about how you can be your own future encourager. So maybe you can put like a thing on your screensaver on your phone that says you've got this. (laughs) Or maybe you just need that written on your mirror or stuck to the outside of the shower. 
so that you can remind yourself, you've got this, you're amazing. If you want to do this, you can. And there's no shame in changing your goals, changing what your habits are, but you can be your own future encouragement. And I think that really will help us to keep on track with the habits and routines and and things that we want to change in 2023. Number two of the four less is best is remember that every little bit counts. And so if you feel like you're falling down a lot, just make the goal smaller. And by that, I mean, if your goal is to, I have to run 5k every day for the, you know, the whole of the year or the whole of January, what if you made it that you have to put your shoes and socks on and you have to leave the house, like as in go for a walk or a run for at minimum 90 seconds? Because I find that for me, I just need like that little, I can do that, right? I can put my shoes and socks on and go for a run or a walk for 90 seconds. Now, once I'm out there, I'm like, gosh, I've made all that effort. I might as well keep going. But then if you only do 90 seconds, you come home and you've still achieved your goal. So that's my, that's one of my tricks is to make the habit or the goal smaller. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later as well. The next one to help you to not quit is to keep coming back to your why. What I find when I'm working with clients around their homes is when they've given up on the decluttering and organizing, it usually is because they've lost sight of why they started or why it was important to them to achieve that goal. And so when you come back to that and you're like, actually, I want my family to be um, it more, more easy for us to have people over for dinner. I want my family to be more sociable. I want us to spend less of the weekend running around hiding up. And when you come back to that why, it gives you the motivation to continue on with the goal that you've set. And number four is do something to get back on the horse. I remember one of my friends told me many, many years ago, um, he loves grapes, and he said the most important thing when you have a bad grape, so you eat a sour grape, the most important thing is you eat another grape straight away. Otherwise, his theory was you would never go back to grapes. And I've kept that in my mind and I often think about it when it comes to habits and not quitting is that instead of going, I didn't achieve that goal or this, I failed at this, what can I do to redeem it straight away? So you didn't go for your 5k run. Could you do 10 star jumps? You didn't drink two liters of water, but could you have 200 mil? Or um, I didn't go for a walk today, but you'll actually walk to the letterbox and pick up the mail. I didn't get to tidying the bathroom today, but could you put away one piece of rubbish or put the hair straightener away? Or perhaps you look at the kitchen and think, man, it was on my list today. I really wanted to get the kitchen decluttered and organized and you didn't get there. How about instead of just going to bed disheartened, you clear one thing off the bench. And so when you fail, when you feel like quitting, just do one tiny thing to help you get back on the horse. One thing I found when I was looking at Quitters Day online was I just thought well done to the many, many health departments of multiple countries who co-opted Quitters Day to encourage people to quit smoking. I saw it over and over and over again and I was like, that is very smart marketing. And in that vein, in a minute, once we're back from a quick break, I'm going to share with you seven things that you might like to quit this year that will help you to achieve some of your goals. So I'll be back before you know it. Alrighty, let's start with this list of seven things you might like to quit because being a quitter is always seen as a negative thing, but I would like to reframe it today that there are some good things to quit. 
obviously our health departments across the world are wanting us to quit smoking. So if that's it for you, go for it. But here are seven things that I think in the decluttering and organising world we might like to quit this year. Number one is seeing decluttering as an all or nothing thing. So you're like, I'm going to take a week off work and declutter the house. Well, that's awesome if you can do that. But what about if you can't do that and you just need to do the micro declutter? You just need to, while you're putting on a load of washing, declutter any fabric softeners that you're not using. Like how can you see decluttering as a process rather than an all or nothing? Because when something's all or nothing, it's very rarely all. (laughs) And what that leaves you with is nothing. And there's an episode you can look back through, you can just search um, in the podcast app that you're in for all or something. That is an episode that we did and it's saying it's not all or nothing. In fact, it's very rarely all at all. It's just something and it's varying degrees of something. So number one was seeing decluttering as all or nothing. Quit that. That can be something you quit this year. The next thing you might like to quit is expecting that you will have a perfectly organized house. And to any of you with children or partners or housemates or living with parents, it's unrealistic that you're going to have a perfectly organized house. And so it is better that you just quit that expectation. What you might like to reframe it to is I want to have a house that isn't stressful. I want to have a house where everything does have a home and so I could tidy everything up if I need to. And so you might not have a perfectly organised house, but you have a house that is enjoyable to be in, that isn't stressful, that you're not walking around constantly seeing things to tidy up. And so you'll feel like you're on top of it and you're winning instead of always feeling like it's perfect It's kind of like the all or nothing. I have to have it perfect or it looks like a bomb went off. Actually, somewhere in the middle and having it where you enjoy it is important. Number three of the things you might like to quit this year is shopping for a pastime. Now, this kind of, in fact, I'm going to give you three and four at the same time because I think that they relate. Number four is you might like to quit subscribing to marketing emails say that you're not tempted to shop or buy or peruse or browse things that you didn't know you needed. And so these two things are like in-person shopping for a pastime and going to stores online and shopping or being in the position where you are getting marketing emails fed into your inbox. So you're either going out and seeking for it or it's coming to you, but shopping is not a pastime. Shopping is an activity that is to purchase things that you need, love and use. And so when you get the fashion email and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know I needed that dress or I didn't know I needed those shoes or makeup or tech or updated computer or new phone or whatever it is. If you can quit just kind of going, I'm bored, I'm just going to look and see if anything tickles my fancy, you are going to set yourself up for success in not having frivolous spending, being really intentional in what you purchase. And that will make a really big difference to your bottom dollar and the clutter in your house. In a couple of months, I'm going to be doing an episode based off something that Hamish Blake created called the Impulse Club. And I really loved the way that he did the Impulse Club because he just acknowledged that, yes, he is an impulse buyer and brought along other impulse buyers. And so I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later in the next couple of months. Number five of the seven things you might like to quit this year is picking up hard rubbish off the side of the road. I cannot tell you how many times I have worked with clients and we have spent money with uh, like a rubbish service or tip fees in getting rid of things that they collected from the side of the road. So instead of collecting something and either refurbishing it or using it, they're actually collecting it, 
storing it, and then paying to remove it. I remember working with one client who had picked up a broken ironing board off the side of the road with the intention to fix the ironing board. And then we ended up having a skip and and it went in. And we really had, she had that moment. I had that conversation with her around, have a think about the process that this has now gone through and what this has cost you in terms of time and space and effort and energy. And so unless you have a really specific plan on what you're going to do with the thing you pick up from the hard waste on the side of the road, I think this year might be the year to quit doing that. Number six is the idea that items have to go to the perfect new home when you declutter them. This is a really tricky thing for people who really value what the item is and it has great value to them and they want to find the perfect place for it to go. Often that's antique furniture, it's items that have some kind of sentimental value. And so it is really important that you, you know, you're wanting to find the person who's going to appreciate it as much as you do. But what if you could just say, as long as this is out of my home and it's being put back into the secondhand market, so I've dropped it at a charity store or at an op shop, then you don't have to carry the burden of finding the perfect new home. Just trust that the world will bring about the right buyer at the right time. And as long as you've put it into the secondhand market via an op shop or charity, you have done your job. You don't need to find the perfect new home for your items that you're decluttering. And number seven is quit saying yes when you're offered free things. And so that's from family, friends, maybe conferences that you go to. So many times you'll go to someone's house and you're talking about decluttering. They're like, oh, I did some decluttering. I was actually wondering, do you want to go through and see what you'd like? Now, you can go through it and you can take what you like. Of course you can. But quit saying yes to stuff that you actually don't need but you might use because you're probably not going to. So just quit saying yes to that free stuff when you're out at a work conference and they're handing out free notebooks. If you don't need a notebook, say no. You don't need to say yes just because it's free. And this is a great thing to teach our kids. Um, So many times kids are offered free things through school or through their clubs. And just say no because it's bringing stuff into your home that is not making your life more enjoyable, more beneficial, more free from stuff. And so that's my seven things that you might like to quit this year and also hopefully a couple of encouragements to how to get back on the horse when you do feel like you've been knocked down. Um, I did see the other day that there's a, a Japanese saying that if you fall down seven times, you only have to get up eight. And so it's not like you have to get up forever. You just have to get up one more time than you fall down. So I hope that's encouraging to you. I saw another beautiful quote that I want to give you. It says, if you get tired learn to rest instead of quit. So I think that's something that um, we've certainly taught our kids is when you feel like quitting something, sometimes you just need to, I just dropped my stress ball on the ground. Um, If you get tired, you don't need to quit. You may just need to have a sleep or have a rest or have a week off. And so you can then refresh and decide whether this is something that you want to put your time and effort and, um, and resources into or whether it is actually something that you need to quit. There's nothing wrong with quitting Nothing wrong with quitting. It's okay to quit. Just quit the right things and put supports around you so that you don't quit the things that are really important to you. I hope that has been helpful. Happy Quitters Day. I would love you to come over to the Facebook group and let me know what you've quit for 2023 um, or maybe some tips around how to not quit the things that are really important to you. I'm loving bringing you this summer series. I will see you in a couple of days. And until then, enjoy the freedom. 
I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is recorded on. I would also like to pay respects to their elders, both past and present of the Kulin Nation, and extend that respect to other Indigenous Australians. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to rate and review the show on your podcast app. That will help others to find the Art of Decluttering podcast as well. If you'd like any more information, you can visit theartofdecluttering.com.au and I would love to see you in my Facebook group. Just search The Art of Decluttering community on Facebook and join today. I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Enjoy the freedom.